Why, hello there! My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And this is Wittenberg Radio. It is the first episode of the year, episode 110, and it is January 9th, 2018. Woo! Wow, happy new year! Happy new year, everyone. Welcome back! Yeah, welcome back. Uh, We do hope that you have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful new year, but uh, it's good to be back here in the school, even if it is really early. Claudia, how was your winter break? Oh, my winter break was wonderful. I uh, learned how to knit socks. I watched a lot of movies and read uh, an entire book for nice. fun, not for notes, wow. for school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a long one I'd been meaning to read for a while. And I spent a lot of time with family and, yeah, normal Christmas stuff. I didn't go anywhere this year. Last year I went to a lot of places, so this year I really just decided to lay back and relax sit at home and be happy and relax yeah how was your break it was great uh me and my family as usual went to edmonton to visit up with other family uh it was a pleasant time very similar situation over here watched a few movies had a few laughs had a few good times uh it was overall a really pleasant experience Mm -hmm. and uh really nice relaxing two weeks Uh, But, of course, it is now school once again. It's time to get back into the heat of things. And uh, to be honest, I'm a little bit ready for it. Um, Yeah, I think I'm a little bit ready for it. Uh, Maybe I'm a little bit disappointed it happened so soon. But at the same time, though, uh, it's good to be doing something instead of nothing. So It's very true. It always comes by fast. It goes by fast. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're here again, and it's like, where did the break go? But we're glad to be here. We're glad to be here. Let's talk about upcoming events. Yes. So, talking about books... Kenji, why don't you tell us about books that are expensive? That's right, Claudia. What the new semester means, new textbooks. And that means you're probably going to have to look around for new textbooks. And if you're a little bit, dis- uh, well, if you're a little bit concerned about the, you know, perhaps pricey textbooks in the bookstore, we are going to once again recommend the Facebook page CMU Classifieds uh 2017 to 2018. If you're hoping to uh, buy a used textbook for slightly cheaper or to sell textbooks of the past for to other students that may be taking those courses so you can earn some money back, this is a great page to go to. Um, especially around this time right now, uh, me and Claudia ourselves have now just sold and bought textbooks through this service as well as many others. So if you're looking to save a bit of money or to make a little bit of money with your old textbooks, uh, do by all means go to this page, join this group, CMU classifies 2017 to 20. 18. In other news, parking changes. There have been some changes to the setup of where you can park, especially as a commuter. Uh, but if you've seen your daily, and we're here to remind you again that uh, there has been another slight change. So instead of parking uh, only on north, now the parking lot by the chapel on south, that's lot N, will be available for students parking there after 4.30 if you already have a pass. Or if you need to go buy one, you can go see Shirley on south campus this way. There is still an area that you can park on south, uh, I guess limited time, but uh, but I guess this is a yeah, a way to maybe open some more options and not just make you go all the way to north and plan in a 10-minute walk into your routine. There will be more on this later on in the episode. Uh, we'll have someone on talking about the parking issue. Um, otherwise... Get ready for some sports events this weekend. Uh, There are some basketball games and some volleyball games happening here in the Lowen Athletic Center on campus. So you can go cheer on your Blazers. For times, um, you can go to cmu.ca slash athletics or ask some of your friends that may be on the team or ask anyone that might know. I'm sure I trust you to find out the times. You're all capable humans at university, so you should be able to do it. (laughs) 
right, the parking changes. Let's talk about it. Let's get into this. So, previously, the parking was this way. Commuters were allowed to park behind the residence buildings on South Campus. So that's the parking lot by KFA and by Concord, uh, formerly called Lot P. And as well as on North, Lot A, the large parking lot uh, where everyone can park. There's so much space there. Now, over the break, uh, an email was sent out saying that commuter students were no longer allowed to park on Lot P, but now only on North Campus. This has sparked some discussion on the commuter Facebook page, mostly just people concerned about why this has changed, uh, looking for a good answer, and also voicing some concern based on, yeah, it's a 10-minute walk now that you have to do in the cold. Uh, people were saying they'd maybe even like a, re a refund or a partial refund on their parking pass. Uh, others are saying there should be a parking lot on South devoted to or especially for commuters. Um, so there's a lot of discussion going on about this. Others are going so far as to say that we are second-class citizens uh, being banished to North Side. The last response to the feed was from Laura Welk, one of the commuter assistants, on behalf of them as well as Danielle Morton, uh, saying that they understand the frustration that this brings um, and, and know that it's, yeah, it's a change and we need to get used to this change. It might be inconvenient, but they do say that resident students pay significantly more uh, to park in that parking lot and were sometimes not getting, I guess, parking lots because there were too many commuters parking there. They pay $350 a year, whereas commuter students pay only 195 a year, which if you break it down, comes down to about $7.50 a week. That's really a deal. They also said that uh, commuters need to be aware that what they're paying for is not a specific spot, but the electricity and the maintenance and the goal of continued improvement of these lots. Um, they've also made some amendments to the changes. After 4.30, commuters can park on the chapel lot, but not overnight. And then finally, they say that they are committed to advocating for commuters and that they appreciate this response and this discussion um, and that this discussion is going to continue with Hostings and Danielle for ways to improve the commuter experience. To continue on this conversation about the new parking regulations at CMU, we have Kenny Woolman here today to talk to us about his perspective and why he posted what he did on the commuter page. If you don't know Kenny Woolman, you're missing out. Uh, he's a fourth year BTS student um, and he has some things to say, at least he obviously did. He wrote a post on Facebook about uh, this these parking changes uh, that I've explained and he is outraged and maybe rightly so either way we have him here today welcome here Kenny it's good to be here uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself other than I guess you're a fourth-year BTS student why are you here what else is there to know that I'm a four-year BTS student uh, <laughs> I yeah I'm a student here at CMU I majoring in BTS and in history I've also studied music I'm in the process of applying to Brandon University um, that's pretty exciting and nerve-wracking. Uh, I'm the what father do you want to study of. There? I'll be studying education. Okay. Uh, I'm the father of uh, twin daughters, Holly and Kali, and I commute to school. Uh, I live near McGregor, Manitoba, which, if you know Manitoba, I live near the halfway tree uh, on the number one. <laughs> and uh, my commute is about an hour and twenty minutes, so it I spend about three hours every day on the road uh, to come to CMU. Wow. 
that's quite the commute. I thought I had it bad, but... Uh, How long do you commute? <laughs> well, it's like 35 minutes, but... I live in North Kildonan. I'm not proud of That's it. But also zip, maybe I am. Zipping around on the perimeter. But hey, it's like, it's a substantial commute. I mean, it's it not is. where you are, but yeah. it's something. But it's, it's it's also not in res. I've also lived in res. Okay. And uh, the school experience is very different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've often wondered what res yeah. is like. Yeah. All right. But to get down to why you're here, um, I'm interested, why did you post your message onto the commuter page? And, and what were your hopes in, in posting that, your initial intent? Well, uh, like all CMU students, uh, I got the email uh, in December sometime, and uh, I read it and promptly forgot about it. But something must have stuck uh, with me. Uh, and on, on my Christmas break, I went back and carefully reread it because I felt that I must have missed something. Uh, I could not believe that... Um, my normal parking spot in what is um what is it called uh lot a uh well p would be the one on south right p okay yeah. lot p yeah i i couldn't believe that um uh, uh, commuter students would no longer have any parking space uh on um on south side and i i, I at the time i thought i just must not have read it carefully mm -hmm. and i would go back and read it and figure out what i need to do so um on my christmas break i went and uh searched for the email and carefully read it and uh i was i was quite surprised um and i think what what surprised me the most was that there was no explanation given it's uh, it's it's one thing for an institution to uh, implement change, and institutions must do that. But um, I, I think it's problematic when it's done without reasonable explanation. And to that end, I thought, well, either I am missing something in the email, or um, there needs to be a conversation here. So to that end, uh, I went to the place where all the world's problems ought to be <laughs> solved, and that's social media. So I went to the commuters page and um, asked the question, hey, uh, have you got the email? What do you think? Mm -hmm. And uh, there were some interesting responses. Right. Were you uh, surprised at the feedback? Uh, somewhat. Uh, there are a few times when I regretted making the post. Uh, I was very, very cautious uh, when I wrote the first post. In fact, I, I think I even asked Sherry, my wife, to read it through for mm. to make sure that I don't come across as the usual snark that I am. <laughs> because I, I get that, you know, doing things uh, at an institutional level is, uh, is it takes work to do it right and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I was surprised, uh, but I also am aware that, yeah, this is a university and, yeah, young kids. <laughs> I'm old. Young kids. So, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think, um, like, I received the email as well, and, and I was a little bit surprised, but also, I yeah, like, you forgot about it, kind of, and, and I didn't think of it high on a priority list coming to the holidays there I wasn't going to be coming all the time and then I read the post and I was like great someone's like talking about this and it seemed it didn't seem uh reactionary or or uh too out of hand at the point that I was reading it. and then I saw these comments uh coming on and I uh I was quite I thought it was pretty funny um <laughs> that this was such a big deal uh and so I like tuned in to the conversation and I didn't participate but but there were terms being thrown around like uh, like second class citizen, right? And uh, <laughs> and people raising some, I think, compelling arguments. Uh, you wrote uh, that this might 
uh, what did you say, reduce us to second-class citizens. Yep. Uh, can yeah. you explain that and why you feel like you're maybe a second-class citizen due to these changes? Well, uh, I guess um, that perhaps is foolish, strong language, but uh, compelling nonetheless, I think, and, and something to think about. Uh, I, I basically had my parking options slashed by half without explanation. Mm -hmm. Okay. There, um, I, I think that's an issue. Uh, there, I, I think, given uh, a, a clear explanation, as was given in uh, the uh, in the Facebook post, um, I, I probably would not have felt that way. And I, I do realize that res students do pay more, and I've also lived in res, so I know that uh, when you pull in on uh, either Monday morning or uh, Sunday evening, uh, you don't want to, you know, you want to just get your stuff unloaded and you, you want to find a parking spot. So I, I empathize that it must have been uh, a bit frustrating for, for the res students. But that said, I, I still feel that it's not an either or situation. I, I don't think that, and, and let me use some uh, foolish language here again, I, I don't think commuter students ought to be banished to North Campus, mm. okay? Um, I, I think there should be other options considered. Um, perhaps uh, the chapel parking lot could be expanded somehow. I don't know the logistics involved in this. There may be something that is way uh, above my pay grade at play here. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I honor that and would respect that if I knew it. Hmm. That's the issue. I, I, I don't think uh, we know. And do we have a right to know? Eh, I, I, I don't know. We pay a bit of money to use these facilities, but uh, again, uh, ought this be to be a high priority thing? Ought this to be something we talk about on Wittenberg Radio? Hmm. I, I'm entirely unsure. Yeah, but it's it's a bit fun. <laughs> right. No, and that's a valid point. Uh, I was thinking that too today. I was talking to some people before this interview, and they were like, "Really, you're spending a whole episode time about this?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, not the whole. I guess like there's a music thing." <laughs> and and then other the other part of me was like, "This is something that's happening here yeah. that people are obviously concerned about." And what sort of radio show are we to not give voice to that? Yeah, um, and, and and we could also go all <laughs> philosophical. Like right. uh, there's a sign on Marpec uh, on, on the door in. Uh, talking about uh, parking fees, and it it, it, it it finishes off. Tow trucks are coming, you know. <laughs> uh, this uh, and this is where you need to insert ominous music, yeah. Uh, but yeah. is is that in line with uh, CMU's claim to radical dialogue and mm. community? And uh, is this what a church or a university that claims to be a university of the church? Uh, is that how an institution like that ought to act? Yeah. So these questions. are big philosophical questions. We could really go down a rabbit hole there, mm -hmm. and we'd probably never find our way out again right. either. And yeah. and I wonder if that's. I mean, you need people to follow rules, and I think sometimes you need to use strong language like that, uh, or or even. I mean, there have been. Yeah, there ought to be yeah. order. Yes, there there yeah. there 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 ought to be order. But again. Um, in in the maintenance of uh, in in maintaining order, we we ought not to get carried away and uh, to use hyperbole again, resort to the sword of the state, you know, right. and threaten <laughs> tow trucks. So, yeah, how's that for hyperbole? Oh yeah, yeah. that's great. Um, you also wrote that it feels like a pre-Marpet campus. Yeah. Do you mean? Uh, do you mean in terms of walking a great? 
a great distance. I mean, it's small, but walking a distance, is that what you're referring to? Or what do you mean by pre-Marpec commons? For those of us who don't remember what. Yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I was wondering, do people even know what a pre-Marpec <laughs> CMU looked like? Uh, I lived in uh, Petker Basement uh, a few years ago. And uh, when we wanted to go to south, uh, class at North, on North, you know, we had to go to the corner of Grant and Shaftesbury, wait for the lights and walk over. And uh, it was kind of nasty in January. And uh, lives got much, much better at CMU when Marpec came. And I guess uh, my the reason I uh, coined that uh, foolish phrase <laughs> is because, again, it goes back to having something taken away and you do not know why. Okay. I, I think that boils, it, it boils down to that. So you care See, about the I way it was done more than uh, the Somewhat, issue yes. But also the, uh, the reality is uh, two day, uh, three days a week, I have one class. It's on south, and I need to park on north and walk to my class in D33 and then walk back to my car and go home. I, and this is not persecution. This is not hardship. No, no, no. But... I also don't think it needs to be that way. Mm. There really should be, could be, we can imagine for all of us parking space on South Campus mm. where we are all free. <laughs> Sorry, this is tea speaking. Um, would you, so there has been talk about the construction of a new parking lot designated for commuters. Would you support that idea? Um, I don't see why not. I, mm. If it's well th thought out and uh, if it's, uh, well located that that'd be great yeah uh-huh okay interesting um do you have you thought about uh the environmental effect of driving and the part of radical church and sustainability that cmu i think has a conversation about do you think yes and i'm a three-hour commuter right Some placing the, yeah, but do you it's think one of the things that, that bugs me but i i i, I have no i have no work around Right. No, and I, I guess in yeah. your case, I didn't realize yeah. you commuted so far. Yeah. But that this is a conversation, I think, that, that has taken place here. And we are trying, I think, as a university to be environmentally conscious. And I feel, I mean, this is my own bias, I think, coming in here in my own perspective, but putting another hunk of concrete on our yeah. beautiful campus yeah. that really has a lot of scenery and, um, like, the forest is right there. And, and, I mean, sure, there could be place for it, but is that, are we taking a step back uh, yes. in terms of environmental change or yeah. and I, I, think that's, I think that's that a philosophical uh, question that ought to be wrestled with. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it, it ties in with uh, the fact that CMU is a growing university. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the responses uh, to that question would be, well, if the infrastructure that presently exists can only support support well so and so many students then what do we do do we mm -hmm. arrest the growth do mm -hmm. we do we uh, make the uh, acceptance process to CMU more selective uh, and competitive or how are we going to going to grow the infrastructure and um, that's a big topic I um, I don't claim to know a lot about it but the environmental impacts of traveling are significant and I contribute a lot to that. Uh, a while back, uh, CMU had a survey on um, the environmental footprint of its commuters. I didn't fill out that survey. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's probably a good reason why I didn't. 
So, yeah, these are mm. things that need to be wrestled with right. and wrestled well. Yeah. And I think that uh, another reason I th that I wanted to do this story was because this is so sort of an entry into that larger conversation because it's a direct result of, of these things that are very practical and like people need to get here and we need to be talking about yes. that. Yep. And uh, others have suggested maybe making alternative forms of commuting more accessible as in maybe having offering a U-Pass for busing for people who live closer. Uh, obviously, this wouldn't be a, there's no buses. That yeah, go yeah, there's, yeah, there's no buses in rural Manitoba, but it's even interesting to me how this, uh, this conversation even feeds into the, the, the uh, Winnipeg conversation hmm. with the recent changes to the transit mm -hmm. system. Uh, yeah, these are, these are, this right. is an institutional conversation yeah. that needs to happen, I think. Well, thank you yeah. for your uh, co contribution to it and for coming on the show and talking about it and getting the conversation started, I guess, on the page. Uh, it's been a joy to watch and something interesting for us to, to see here. So thanks very much for coming. Thank you. Kenny's post on the CMU Commuters page opened a wide conversation about the recent changes to parking on campus and exposed the deep frustrations that some are feeling. To get a sense of what the greater student body thinks, me and Claudia have gone around campus to interview both commuter and in-resident students on how they feel about the issue. Here's what they had to say. This is Kathleen Kopp, a commuter student. I think it's unfair that we have to, okay, I understand it, but I also think it's unfair because if it, that I would be more understanding if the chapel lot staff parking lot was always full, but the majority of the time it's half full, and so those other half empty lots are allowed for visitors but how often do we actually have visitors and also the MCC um, church parking lot is also half empty all the time so that what are those yes those spots are reserved but who's actually parking there and I think they could be more organized about the days we're allowed to park there or the, yes they are organized about the times but it's an unfair one um, I drive by because I often drive down Shaftesbury um, and see the whole parking lot almost empty and I have to um, go across the street. I mean, it's a little inconvenience, but um, nevertheless, it is an inconvenience. This is Jordan Newfeld, a commuter student. Okay, so I think it's ridiculous. First of all, commuters are the ones who actually need parking spaces. If you're a rest student and you use your car like once a week, why are you parking the lot where students who actually drive to school need to park in order to get to class instead of just waking up and walking there? Second of all, from like just a business standpoint, I guess, at the beginning of the year, we paid for a certain amount of parking spaces. Like we paid so that we could use the south lot. Now you're taking it away and you're, that's not reflected in a refund or any reduction. That's kind of ridiculous. How ridiculous it would be if you walked into Common World, bought a textbook, and then halfway through the year, they took part of it away. Like, that'd be insane. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I think it's ridiculous. This is Joshua Drieger and Lexi Marion. Both are in resident students. Yeah, so it was kind of annoying in the fall when uh, commuters would park in the parking lot because, well, first of all, we pay, we pay $350, $353.75, somewhere around there, whereas the commuters, like, we pay that to, to park near our residence so and that we... And to have, like, that electricity and... And all, all that that stuff we pay for the luxury to have our cars close whereas commuters pay like 175 150 somewhere around there it's like almo almost half of what we pay uh, so I, I feel like I on on Facebook there was one person brought it to attention that the whole thing that they didn't like it and 
um, they, someone was saying they wanted it cut in half again, the commuters, and I, uh, <laughs> I thought that was a little bit ridiculous. But also, um, there's been many times last fall where I've come back from just going to like superstore or somewhere to get some groceries, something like that, and I've come back and there's not a single spot in the in the uh, residence parking lot where where I have to like take off my my um, residence parking, go park over there for a while until there's a spot in the commute in the uh, resident parking lot. So I actually I I like the new rule. Um, the parking lot's still pretty full with all the residents people there um, there are spots at the back but mm -hmm. yeah I, I agree with the the new rule so okay well thanks do you have anything to add Alexi well it is something that we paid for right, right. so it, it's like if I pay for something I do expect to have it there for me mm -hmm. so that's just my two cents this is Laura Carr Priest a commuter student I don't have a car so my like sympathy for this issue is a little off because there's like there are so many other ways you can get to campus our parking really isn't the most expensive it could be walking from north to south sure a little inconvenient but there's much worse things I don't know it seems like they're like it's really exciting that there's conversation around it but maybe not worth all of the fuss this is Maya Jansen a commuter student as a commuter who has a lot of courses on the south campus, I think there should be uh, a place to park here because I th think that we shouldn't downplay um, the extra hassle that it is to walk from north campus to south campus. Uh, it's really cold. That's one of the reasons why they built Marpec, so that people could make that walk indoors. Um, and. And I think that an extra 10 minutes, to leave an extra 10 minutes earlier for an 8.30 class is very significant uh, for commuters as well. This is Micah Enns Dick, a commuter student. So I don't have a big problem with it, really. Um, it's a little bit frustrating, but really, uh, how can you complain? Like, it's just a short walk and we can all do it. And if it makes it easier for other people, then who really cares? It's just an extra minute, basically, so really. This is Mark Holmes A. Court, a commuter student. Like again, first first thing I was saying was just that it's I'm not it's not too big of a deal to like walk the extra five minutes, but then also at the same time, like maybe if you're like a musician or something who has to play in the chapel or has to rehearse over there and you have electric instruments and stuff, you you need to bring like some some people might have to like bring an amp or something in and they have they like walking all the way from north is like way too far I I think because you can't lug all your gear. And then also, I mean, like, it just adds an extra five minutes or so to the commute. So Sorry, I'm just... already, like, my commute's like 40 minutes to an hour. So right. adding that is like, eh, yeah. it's okay, but it's, it kind of sucks, especially in the morning. This is Brooklyn Jade Taves, an in-resident student. Yeah, I don't know. The parking doesn't affect me terribly much. I haven't ever really had trouble finding parking spots no matter what time of day. And it is walking outside a little bit all the time, but in terms of how long you're walking outside, it's a minimal amount. I walk more outside when I'm going back and forth from classes than I do for parking. Mm -hmm. Right, and you're a res yeah. student that has a res parking pass? So yeah. You park on the student parking lot. Yeah. Near where you live. Yeah, I don't park anywhere else. Okay. And you've never had uh, trouble finding a parking spot there? No. Okay. This is Cesar Miranda, a commuter student. 
I think people should cycle more to CMU. That would take care of the parking problem. If you would like to add your own voice to the discussion, then you're in the right place. You can leave a comment on our website, our Facebook uh, page, or our YouTube channel. Or if you'd like to leave a comment in the traditional Protestant way, you can leave it on the Wittenberg door right beside Shirley's office. We are more than happy to include more opinions here on this show, and we'd love to hear yours. So please do consider those options. This week is a song by a band called The Lemon Twigs. Uh, it consists of two brothers who live in New Jersey. They're young. They're 19 and 17. And they have been playing music together for, I think, their entire lives. Um, they grew up listening to the Beach Boys and the Beatles, and they cite them as their greatest influences. And you can definitely hear that in their music. Uh, it's got this old-timey feel, and yet it's brand new, and they're super young. So uh, it's it's exciting. It's really good music. Uh, and the song that I have for you is called I Want to Prove to You. It's from their new album, Do Hollywood. And please do go check out their music video. It's pretty funny and uh, well done. So take a listen. I want to prove to you.
And that about does it for this week's episode of Wittenberg Radio. Thank you again very much to listening to the show. Um, remember to tune in next week. Uh, again, if you're looking for textbooks used or planning to sell uh, old textbooks from previous courses, do check out the CMU Classifieds page, 2017 to 2018. Uh, do remember to check out those awesome sporting events that Claudia also mentioned earlier. Yes, and most of all, or maybe not most of all, but definitely since it was the topic of this show, please give us your feedback on the parking uh, regulations that have happened. If this affects you or if you feel strongly about this, please contact us. Give us your feedback. You can contact us through our website, our YouTube page, our Facebook page, or you can do it the old-fashioned way and write a note on the Wittenberg door, and we will be sure to include you in our further discussions surrounding this topic. Awesome possum. My name is Kenji Dick. And I'm Claudia Duick. And we'll see you next week. Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council.